Good morning. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Uh, that was one of my favorite artists. Really underrated, actually. That was Amanda Marshall with Let It Rain. I want to give a shout-out to Mateel, listening in Sonoma, as well as Tobia and Robert and Lee and Piper. I uh, hope everyone's Monday is off to a great start. Standing by to kick off the show is Jessica Krell, Director of Development of Our House. Good morning, Jessica. Hi there. Thanks for calling in. I'm very familiar with Our House, but maybe some listeners aren't, so maybe you can give a little backstory. Absolutely. So Our House Grief Support Center provides grief support groups to children, teens, and adults who've experienced the death of someone close whether it may be a sibling, a partner, spouse, child, parent. Um, we provide groups all throughout Los Angeles County in Southern California and Orange County as well. We're in a camp every summer. We provide Spanish language groups throughout L.A. in satellite locations, and we educate your future and current doctor and healthcare professionals. So our house actually this year celebrated its 25th anniversary. Fantastic. Congratulations. Thank you very much. It's been a milestone year for us. Now, you have a big event coming up uh, December 1st at the Crossroads Lower School at the campus of Santa Monica, Night for Hope. What's that going to be like? So, you know, the premise behind the Night for Hope is really the premise behind our house. It's about bringing people together who have, you know, some have experienced the death of someone close, many haven't, but it's about community and building community. And the Night for Hope was started from, by our associate board, our group of young professionals, and many of them, Janine, are alum themselves. And they all said one night around you know, the board meeting table, they said, we remember when we experienced the death that we did not know when we were going to laugh again, right. and we did not see that light at the end of the tunnel. And they said, and we all remember that one moment where we broke out into our first laughter. So that's the premise behind the Night for Hope, a comedy event, is it, it will feature five fantastic comedians. It will include an auction. It will include food, drinks. And it's really that, a night about coming together and having a little levity yes. and a reminder of the sweetness in life. We need that. We know because when we're in this deep, dark funk, I mean, you know the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, when you're in this deep, dark funk, you need something, even if it's a little step, to bring you out. Exactly, exactly. And that's what the night's about. It's about, you know, we're not here to, we're not able to cure death. That's never going to go away. But how do we come together, bring everyone together, and, and have a little fun and be able to laugh? And it doesn't mean, you know, we're ignoring reality in any way at all. It's just about right. meeting others and, yes. and raising awareness for a good cause and raising funds. And they raise about thirty to $40,000 for our House Grief Support Center. Wow. No, I know um, the Camp Erin. I was very familiar with that. I heard about that from Laura when she called into the show, uh, I think it was last year. And it's for ages 6 to 17. Um, could you talk about the camp a little more? Absolutely. So our house is a partner of um, Iluna Foundation, um, or I'm sorry, Iluna, which you, prior used to be the Moyer Foundation, and uh, we are the largest partner in the country. So we serve 150 children and teens ages 6 to 17 every summer, and this is provided at no cost to campers and families, and that too is about how do you bring people together who have no who have not received any support of any kind um, and who really wow. think that they're the only ones in the world who are grieving. 
And at camp, there's nothing more beautiful, Janine, than that first day when you see these campers get off the bus and you just see the weight lift off their shoulders because they have for so long felt that something was wrong with them and that right. they have experienced a death and they don't know anyone else. Maybe they know one or two people. Maybe they have a sibling, but they don't talk about it. And for this weekend, that's not even 72 hours. It's, it's not even 48 hours long. Um, they, they meet others, and they find so much hope and, and healing in that weekend. And they're able to laugh, and they're able to cry, and they're able to feel every emotion and know that it's okay. And then they leave with these coping skills of how to deal with, with those, those feelings that so, they have when they are not within our care and within the campground. And these are essential skills, lifelong. Exactly. It, it's, it's as simple as writing in a journal. It's as simple as being able to communicate how you feel mm-hmm. um, and be able to know that what you're feeling right now is just a blip and that it is not going to last forever. Right. And how are you able to you know, remove yourself and know that you can laugh? And by laughing, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. Or you might realize that um, you've, you've, you know, you're a really good artist and you did not know and that makes you feel really good or you love to dance or there there are things that will they will take with them for the rest of their lives it sounds like you give them this toolkit whether it's art whether it's music whatever it is where they carry as you said throughout their lives exactly and and you know they can speak very rawly about things i mean you know years down the road they're going to hear a song for example and they're they might be reminded and start crying, and how are they going to cope in that moment? They're going to let themselves feel those feelings because those are completely natural, and then they might, you know, call someone, and they might say, I'm having a hard time. This just happened, or um, they might decide they want to go for a run, or they might decide that they want to, you know, we have this one thing at Camp Janine, which is everyone gets wristbands, and they snap their wristband, and what that does is it brings them in the present. Because many of these kids have experienced really traumatic things, and and some aren't. I mean, some can be death by cancer, Mm -hmm. but maybe the families didn't tell them about it, and then maybe the families told them it was a bug, and then they go to school and they have this fear that people around them are going to die because they don't understand the exact prognosis or diagnosis, you know, of their person who died. So it's about having this very comprehensive understanding of the death of what happened to that person and knowing that that's not going to happen to every single person in your life. Right. I feel like as parents, you need to watch out for the verbal and nonverbal cues that your kids give and pay attention to how they're responding to grief. Yeah. And, you know, I think we all try to understand, like, what are the things we should be looking for? And and that that's really hard. I think the thing to do is to, to start a conversation, to ask questions, to think, you know, if, if your child isn't bringing it up, it doesn't mean that they're not thinking about it. They're thinking about it all the time. We right. all are Yes. Um, when we experience a death, you know, and, and we also work, you know, we have resources on our website of what friends can do to support friends, what colleagues can do to support their colleagues, because over the holidays, especially right now, we're all thinking about what we used to do with that person when they were alive. Right. And it's helpful for someone to say, hey, what did you used to do with your mom or dad? Did they have a favorite dish? Did they, did you ever, you know, listen to holiday tunes together? Did you go to movies together? Right. And to just 
start the conversation. And that person might say to you, you know, I don't want to talk about it. And give them the opportunity to say that. But at least bringing it up shows that you do care. Yes. You know, one thing I've noticed, and I've heard this a lot, is that, first of all, there's no time frame for somebody to get through loss. And second, you you shouldn't go around trying to fix people because sometimes they just want to talk and they just want to vent and you can't just try to put a Band-Aid on them. Absolutely. No, we, we believe that grief is a natural reaction to the death of someone close and it will ebb and flow forever. Right. And there is no time stamp on that and there is no normal way to be... Um, Everyone is different. Everyone grieves differently. What we do believe is that it helps to be surrounded by others who know what you're going through. And so that's why our groups in-house are, and by in-house I mean in our three centers in West L.A., Woodland Hills, and Koreatown, Mid-City Koreatown, are age and relationship specific. And the groups, everyone who's in there, have they've experienced a death within about two years. Wow. So they're all pretty much in a similar similar part of their grief. And our clinical staff are just amazing. So if someone were to call and want to inquire about group, they come up with a plan for their grief. And a plan might not be in a group with others. A plan might be more concentrated and in one-on-one therapy. But um, it is a really wonderful resource. And and we're, we're fighting that taboo. Right. Can you give your uh, website for people who want to find out more information about Night for Hope, December 1st? Absolutely. So the the website is ourhouse-grief.org. And for Night for Hope, you just do forward slash hope tickets. Okay. So ourhouse-grief.org forward slash hope tickets. And open to all ages? 21 and plus. Okay. Glad I asked. <laughs> yes, for Night for Hope, 21 and plus, And you can buy tickets in advance. You can buy tickets at the door. We have general admission tickets. We have VIP tickets. There will be Fatburger Food Truck, which is exciting. So for vegans, for vegetarians, for meat lovers, uh, we also have SoCal Caribbean Food Truck. Um, our comedians are awesome. We have J.C. Cockley, who's been our MC for now, I think, four years. Great. We have... Jenny Zagrino, Sabrina Jalise, Thomas Dale, Demi Adejubi, and Megan Gailey. So it's going to be a really fun night. Fantastic. We have to wrap up, but is there anything else you would like us to know about our house? Um, You know, really, what we say is we don't want you to need us, but if you do, we want you to know about us. So for those out there who are having a difficult time, who are grieving, who maybe know someone who's having a challenging time, reach out to us. We also provide referrals. Visit our website. Um, make a mental note about our, about our house. We do events throughout the year that are for everyone and that are really bright and meaningful and, and fun. That's you know, we have a run in April, and it's a, it's a very special event. So that's what I would say to everyone and wishing everyone a very meaningful holidays. Thank you so much, Jessica. I appreciate you calling Thanks, in. Jane. Have a great day. That was Jessica Krell, Director of Development for Our House. And if you missed any part of this, all the info is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And our conversation will be up within an hour after I wrap. Coming up on this next segment, this is a really interesting film I had a chance to screen called The Rebound. It's an inspirational story about wheelchair athletes and while they respond to adversity on and off the court. Again, all that info is on the show blog as well, Get the Funk Out Show. 
kci.org. And Director Shana Korn is going to be calling in in just a bit to talk about the rebound. So we'll take a brief little break. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.